0: It's, it's, the the world. World. It's, it's the real world, world. It's, it's the real
1: world, world. It's, it's the real word. It's the real word. We on a mission and that's bringing y'all the truth. Bringing y'all the truth. You know the problem, but we gettin' to the, Get root. Into the root. The devil watching yeah, he always on pursuit. On but pursuit. Jesus is our rock, so we shall not be moved. We on a winning team, so we can't lose. can't lose. We say facts, cause we hitting y'all with proof. Started from the bottom, now we standing on the roof. As God, as our witness, we gon' make it
0: to the moon.
1: Welcome to The Real Word Season 7, Episode 15. Shout out to everybody that's been watching. Shout out to everybody that's been supporting. Shout out to everybody that has helped us to get this far so far. Shout out to everybody that has sponsored our turkey drive so far um, for this year. This will be our fifth annual turkey drive. So shout out to everybody that's donated so far. If you want to donate, that's dollar sign, The Real Word Inc. That's the dollar sign, The Real Word Inc. Or go to the www.therealwordministriesinc.org. That's the therealwordministriesinc.org. Shout out to everybody that follows us on Facebook. That's The Real Word Ministries on Facebook. The Real Word Ministries on Facebook or facebook.com, back, facebook.com backslash The Real Word 7, The Real world 7 like Mike Vick. Or you can catch us on the Brick Network every Tuesday and Thursday at 12 noon, 4 p.m., and 1 a.m. We also on um, Apple, Spotify, and SoundCloud and Pandora as The Real World Podcast. That's The Real world Podcast. I'm here with my co-host. Introduce yourself. Greg you knows the one and only. Yeah, I'm in the building. Add me on Instagram at JService11. There ain't no You know, I got my water. Have my business paid zero enterprise, zero enterprise with the zero at the end. You know, I got merchandise coming out this month, so, you know, stay tuned. It's going to be hot. All right, all right. And you see we got a lot of new faces in the building today, a lot of new faces. So introduce yourself. We start off with you. Go ahead.
2: How's it going? My name is Steve. Uh, I'm a student. I'm here to learn.
1: That's how
2: I, that's how I am.
1: Right, right, right. And to the left of me, I got a very familiar face, but I'll let him introduce himself. Introduce yourself, brother. Peace, peace, peace and blessings.
3: Shane Duke McFadder CEO and founder of GMAC Inc., which is gangsters making astronomical community changes. And your current independent, independent candidate for and President. Vote tomorrow, November 2nd, for me. Yeah, <laughs> All right, right. <laughs> <laughs> what's
4: up, what's up? Um. Um, peppy in the building, promise of greatness. I'm glad to be here.
1: Hi, right, <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got my brother here.
0: What's happening? My name is Dean Martin, aka Malachi Royale. I'm the chief of the streets of GMAC Incorporated.
1: All right, all right. And I thank everybody
0: for being here today. I thank
1: everybody that's watching live on Facebook, or everybody that's watching on Instagram, on YouTube, or on the Brick Network. So, as my brother, um, Shan Duke McFadden, said, he said, tomorrow is Voting day. So explain to them why they should vote for you. Oh,
3: man, that's if they're not paying attention, (laughs) then. So, you know, it's election day tomorrow. It's it's a major election happening in our city. Uh, Our people are not paying enough attention to what's going on. We're paying attention to the issues in the community, but they're not paying attention to who's making these decisions. Mm. And it's time for us to change that. Uh, It's time for us to be in the conversations that we're not a part of. Time. See, we we sitting at this table together, but there's tables where decisions are being made without us, and we're never at those tables. Mm-hmm. So I got tired of not being at that table to help make decisions for my community. So tomorrow is November second, election day. We got a, a new mayor that's coming to our city, right? So we want to make sure that we vote for the right mayor. Our mayor is our current borough. Excuse me, our mayor elect, Democratic elect, Eric Adams, the current borough president of Brooklyn. For those that don't know, mm-hmm. he's leaving his seat as borough president to become the mayor. So that means you have a seat that is open in Brooklyn for the borough president, and okay. that's the seat that I'm running for, okay. right? So it's important for people to understand what that seat is. So that person who sits in that seat helps advocate for the needs of the borough, right? That person deals with community boards, dealing with the elected officials, dealing with ULURP. Uh, ULURP ULUR is, uh, if you don't understand, I want to give people things that they don't understand, but. It's people who are making decisions on what businesses are coming in our community, right? We see no community centers, but we see a lot of businesses coming, and we're upset about it, but we're never part of that conversation. The ball president is part of those conversations, and I'm here to change that and be part of community development. Mm -hmm. So we need people to vote. We need people to come out who don't want to vote because they see politicians are the same people over and over again. I want people to look into my past, see who I am, see what I do in my community, and vote based off of that. Don't base off of a party. I'm independent. So, so often, our people going down and they believe, and I'm a Democrat. So, I'm just going to vote down the line. I'm just going to vote Democrat because that's what I'm told I'm supposed to do can't do that. You keep voting for somebody who you don't even know, who's doing nothing, but hurting our community. So we need people to wake up, pay attention to the candidates, look at them before you go to the polls. Pay attention to their history. Look them up. You don't know, see something about them that you don't understand. Look into their, the, 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 the reason why they're into politics, right? People are into politics for business, not to change the community. So it's important that you pay attention to your candidates.
1: Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of familiar with politics. But not really. Um, I get people with my background. My my undergrad was in pre law, so I'm minded in, in government and politics. I worked on the political campaign for Mark Levine when he ran for city council, and then I've worked with um, Eric Adams. I've worked with Mayor De Blasio when the Link program first came out, which became CityFest, the housing voucher. I worked with the Department of Homeless Service um, with Homebase, homeless prevention for people facing housing arrears and I've worked in micro-shelters funded by um Department of Homeless Service. So I I got some s- small understanding of how the system works. From my understanding, you're right. Like a lot of people, most majority of people do go into politics for business, as in like it's the easiest way. As in like we know there's a history on it, like the mob, like the mob for example, they would give the politicians the muscle and the money. Once they get into office, they would give them the contracts. They will give them the cutback off the contracts. And they would not only have the contracts to construct different parts of New York, like the West Side Highway, for example, they also had the contracts to repair it. So a lot of those companies that you see is repairing the, the grounds, and in the five boroughs, they're privately owned, and we know that the mafia. is. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's, exactly. it's, it's not changing. And then we look at the fire department. Perfect example. Garbage sanitation. Another perfect example. And these is, and I was talking to somebody about it yesterday. When they sat at that table, like how we sit at the table when they made the decisions. Who? Guess what? We weren't there. And if we were there, the the table was on top of our heads, and <laughs> we had no say. So we we didn't get a cut of none of that. Now, we're now entering into politics, you know, with Obama. I'll use Obama as an example because he reached the highest office. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, we had um, Colin Powell that recently died. You know, he was Secretary of State. Um, And then Eric Adams, he was black, you know, he was Brooklyn Borough President, and now he's running for mayor. So we see different people that look like us. Now, sometimes we choose people that look like us and they let us down. So, my next question to you is, what would make you different from them? Because sometimes, just like how you said, people vote straight Democrats. Some people vote straight black. Like, people didn't care about what Obama did for us. As long as he was just black, we just pushed him into office. It's now that we're looking back at damn, Like, what did he really do for us besides, like, the symbolic victory? Right. But we know all the groups that got benefits under Obama, mostly the LGBTQ, LMNOP, they got the most out of that till this day. And us as people of color, we didn't really get much. So what's your thoughts on that? I mean, for me, I'm, I'm born
3: and raised in Brooklyn, New York. Mm. Right, I never lived nowhere else except Atlanta with my sister when I got out of jail, right? But I'm from Brooklyn, been in the streets my whole life. Uh, and that's all I know. I don't know how to be nothing else than being part of the community. And my goal is to change anything I touch in life, right? So I came out and I changed things through my organization, GMAC. that's. Yeah. that's, that's proof of what I'm capable of doing right and this is what I tell people because we had a conversation today with an uh, older woman you know some of our people are stubborn and you know I'm out there introducing people to who I am that don't know me because they're not going to talk about me because I'm an independent candidate I, i'm I'm fighting against a machine you're right. right so you know so tell me what you're gonna do what you're gonna do for us when you get there tell mean I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing on a on a different level yeah right? Bigger level right I don't want to care what you did Listen to what I'm t- saying, <laughs> <laughs> right? I'm gonna hear what you you asking me. What I'm trying to show you, here, look, this is here, yeah. This is what I'm doing now. I'm not even talking about what I did. If you were talking about what I did, then I wouldn't be running for office. Because what I did was I was running the streets, hustling, trying to survive. What I'm doing, right, mm-hmm. is I'm making changes in my community right now. Here, here's the proof. You can look me up. Here's everything I'm telling you. I'm just gonna keep being that same person that I am right now. But the the difference is I have a different platform to push for my community right mm-hmm. not going to ever change who I am because everybody's around me tell you I'm the same person mm-hmm. so people get into politics because you look at their history they're setting themselves up for that it's a business like anything else for people but what I did was I saw issues and said you know what I could do that job better than some people who think they could do that job. And I wanna show my people how that can be done, right? And the only way you do that is getting in a space where you make it happen and show and improvement. But I'm not gonna make promises about what I'm going to do for somebody, right? I'm gonna say, I'm gonna do, here are my goals. My goal is enhance public safety, mm-hmm. youth development, mm-hmm. right? Youth engagement initiatives. My my thing is community development, getting us involved in the community boards, right? Being part of the real conversations. That's what I'm talking about. People who got issues, being able to voice the issues, the borough president advocates for the people, right? Yeah. So giving the people a voice and pushing the issues forward is something that I have no
1: problem doing because I do it every day. So do you feel like they use your past against you? Yeah, of course, right? Well, they? that's, that's, <laughs> that's...
3: my. So my past is, my past is what I've come out with when I came out of jail. I don't, I've, I've never ran from that, right? I don't, See, that's what they want us to do. They want our parents afraid of us, Mm -hmm. right? So they say, oh, he's a gang member, right? I I was 16 on Rikers Island in 1994. We got kids now that are turning blood now, and cook now Mm -hmm. on Rikers Island, folk now, right? And something we're talking about happened to me when I was a 16 year old. Mm -hmm. It it didn't start with me, I ain't the person who started that, right? right? I ain't the person who put me in that system to, to put me there to be part of that. But these are our kids right so now you want your kids to be looked at as some animal because he a part of he or she's a part of some uh, gang click crew or I like to say peer group right school program. <laughs> like, that's what it is though based on who you are when you come up and you're gonna be part of something yeah, right yeah, of but yeah, if, you, if you look at the dictionary word of gang it is a group of individuals is black and brown mm-hmm, right of course group of people who get together to, to commit criminal acts. Look, they look up their, their definition of it. And they tagged it to us. Mm-hmm. So, our people hear that automatically, oh, he's he and she is a gang member, oh, be afraid of them Their life is indifferent, so if something happens to them, we shouldn't care, right? But these are our children. So, when you talk about my past, I look at my past as my experience, right? My past is my education, right? They don't have, their own, there's no politician that has the education I'm bringing to the table right now, mm-hmm. which is Coming from foster care, never I, I never met my father. Right, went to jail at 16, joined the gang while in jail. Went back and forth to prison. Came out, changed my life because I did. The system didn't do it. I did it. Mm. Put together an organization to help and heal my community and change and help my community. I don't care what they're talking about in my past. That's their goal. Look at Malcolm. Yeah, of course. As he became who he became, they still what. Killed him. Yeah. When well, they couldn't find and couldn't vilify his name and, and tear him down, what well, they did? They killed him, right? So we, we gotta expect that. We just gotta keep pushing. They're gonna keep talking about us in the negative. Look at the daily news. They're always talking about me. <laughs> yeah, so
1: he, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's our accent. Um, yeah. Miss Peggy, oh, I said it right? No, no it's, no, it's fine.
4: This is Peppy Peppy Peppy, 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 sorry, Peppy.
1: No, because I remember you told me the story. Yeah, there is a story
4: behind my name, so yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, so I know you sorry. from. It's cool. I know you sorry. from. You said that you wanted to eventually run for public office as well. So, from a female's point of view, and as a black woman, what made you want to join this race or jump into this fight?
4: I'm just going to back on what he's saying, which is no, so sorry, I, I, I'm
3: sorry. I am not to cut you off. I want to hear you, right? But i like to change things, right? Uh, I'm not saying that you eat pork or nothing. You <laughs> Do you?
4: <laughs> I mean, it's like
3: Okay, okay, because you're piggybacking, but I just let yeah. you, like, yeah, no, I'm veggie All right. back. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm veggie back, so... Yeah, you know what I mean?
4: So, yeah, yeah, right. if, if, if so there's something, something,
3: yeah, something I'm saying, yeah, if there's something I'm saying, you just say, you hey, like this hey, hey, brother said I'm a veggie <laughs> back, over him? Right. All right, man. Right, hey, I hey, like
4: yeah. the originality of that, which is great. You know, everybody has a story. Yeah, of course. And I agree with... The people closest to the problems closest to the solution, you know. And so, I've been th- as a woman and and going through trauma, being raised in trauma, um, and 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 me having that that Caribbean background oh, yeah. of of them not talking to you. Of I'm not just saying that's in the Caribbean culture. I'm I'm feeling like it's all in back black and brown communities that we don't we tend to not you know discuss the the hurts and and what we're going through we just try to deal with them on our own you know and forgetting that we're we're involved with other people in our lives Mm -hmm. and so I feel like my experiences of life has guided me (laughs) to want to build my own program with the youth Mm I mean I've worked with all ages and you know criminal justice background I too have a background myself Um, and as a woman coming home with a felony and having a son already, um, it's, it's not easy. And then, and then, and then having some sort of experience in the workforce and not being able to find a job, um, and then coming out here, then there's these programs that they say is available to you, especially in the suburbs, (laughs) and it's not there, you know, um, you know, because I wanted it, I, I went through the motions and of course got here. But I want to be able to provide services for the youth because older us elders, we we tend to it's it's a little bit different because we tend to be in our ways and we have to want it. We got <laughs> no, I'm just saying we, 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 we have to want the change as an adult, you know. But with the with the with the youth, it's it's a little mm-hmm. bit different. Um, it's, it's more of having that support like and automated. right and, and, and just and just feeling belonged you know not feeling like you're you're excluded so so my foster home on a promise of greatness is is all about modeling that you know not just being a foster parent actually involving the youth like modeling what being financially literate, Like, nobody teaches you how to manage your money. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, like, uh, as a youth, uh, me personally, nobody told me how to pay bills. (laughs) You know, then it got to a point where it was like, I need to pay bills, really? You know, and I had to learn the hard way, like being behind in things. And it's like, as a mom, it's like, you know, you you just learn, <laughs> just as a just just somebody with a responsibility, yeah. you know, and especially when there's children involved, it's like damn, they didn't have to be born, and I got to do something, mm-hmm. you know, when you care. So, mm-hmm. so uh, you know, that's what the, that's the journey. And then, and then, like I said, having that background and always having. To mention it, I happen to work in a criminal justice modality uh now and it's like and I can remember being in front of a judge before getting this job. And and then when I got the job not caring. Like listen, I have to be in it to change it and, and then they knowing because my name is not it's rare, Pepe you know, and being able, yeah, and being able to still be in front of these, you know, judges that know that I had some kind of criminal justice issue in front of them, you know, and still like, listen, that doesn't define who I am. Everyone is, 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 not, is entitled to make mistakes and grow from those mistakes. So, therefore, I, you know. I wouldn't I,
3: call them mistakes, though. I just would call well, them choices. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, choices, yeah. Right. Yeah,
4: I agree. I, mean, I agree yeah. with that. The choices yeah. that I made at the time yeah. <laughs> that got me in front of them that I'm like, I, I'm, I'm willing to accept yeah. and hold myself accountable for that and grow from it and be an example. You know, like, listen, nobody is perfect. I've been through a lot in life, and but yet you can be here and accomplish things as long as you want it. So promise of greatness, it means a lot to me because I, you know, because there's different levels to it. You know, because it's like I I can remember being, you
1: know. And one thing you touched on is giving people a second chance. And that's one thing I like about GMAC. Like, majority of the people I've come across that have worked with you or for you, they've did long prison sentences. And we know that coming home from jail is kind of hard to get a job, at least a decent paying job. Like, yeah, there's jobs like Target and... Jobs like Home Depot that hire felons, but to get like a regular corporate, more corporate job is right. difficult to do. So I commend you for doing that. And, and like you said earlier, it, it kind of helps the work that you're doing by bringing people in that's familiar with the neighborhood and familiar with certain situations in hood politics.
3: Yeah, definitely. I mean, he's a great one to speak to that. Yeah.
1: So speak on.
0: Yeah, so I, I I'm, I'm I'm a great example myself. So just to give you a back history of me briefly. I'm from bed Brooklyn. Hmm. I've been to Blood since I was 16 years old. I got arrested. You,
4: what's your name? Did you tell us your name? Yes, I did. <laughs> my name is Malachi. Moria. Okay, Malik.
0: Allow him to reintroduce <laughs> himself. <laughs> <laughs> a, a lot of my homies knew me as Dro. Okay, Dro. They knew me as Dro. Uh, so I was incarcerated at the age of 20 for a homicide. I ended up copping out to a lesser charge which was a manslaughter and got 10 years mm-hmm. for that. So I came home at the age of 30 and jumped right into the easiest thing for me which was construction. You know, normally dudes from prison they'd go home and do construction. Yeah, right now. But I excelled <laughs> in that That's to right. the point I was a 32-hour rigging supervisor so mm-hmm. The pay is good, yeah, it's fun and all that But it really wasn't my It wasn't really for me and Then I'm watching what my bro was doing every day On social media with GMA. I wasn't with gmac at the time mm. So I'm just watching, I'm like, oh, secretly I'm like, oh, I. Right. <laughs> I see what's happening right, I'm, I'm feeling what my bro was doing, right? <laughs> I, I was still just trying to find my lane And then, then gradually one day We had a conversation, I was like, nah, yo, bro, I'm ready Like, yeah, I'm ready, let's do it I want to help you, you know what I'm saying And then I made my decision from there I started out as um, an outreach worker Mm-hmm. I started as an outreach worker, learned... learned what the, the outreach, outreach
3: worker do though?
0: Know, uh, yeah, i about to break it down to So as an outreach worker, I had a caseload of 15 participants. Mm-hmm. These 15 men or young males or females that I had to deal with daily, mm-hmm. whether it be any, any and everything, just to help them be successful in their lives. So they will give me ideas that they might have. I create a risk reduction plan and just have a, a goal, a list of goals to help them achieve them day by day, step by step. I done did home visits, popped up at schools, all types of things. Sometimes, unfortunately, some of them got arrested. I done went to court with program managers, other outreach workers, violence interrupters to show support. So it's, it's, it's a lot that entails with every job description in this field, but that's what I started with. Then gradually, I became the chief of the streets of GMAC. Okay. And with that title now, I'm, I'm uh, what I would call liaison between community organizations, the local police departments, city officials, elected officials, things of that nature, they, I engage with them as well. Mm -hmm.
1: Oh, so you moved up in the company, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm serious
0: about
1: it, I'm serious about it. That's good, man. I commend you on that. And how has it changed your life personally? Because you said that you was doing construction and the pay was good, but you, I'm guessing you didn't feel like it was fulfilling. This one is more fulfilling to you, right?
0: Absolutely, because... Alright, so I'm putting up high-rise buildings, right? So picture, I'm putting up a 46-something floor building All these apartments starting off 2,500 Something like that But I can't move into nothing I, I don't even qualify yeah. But if it wasn't for me, nobody would be in this building right. So it's like, hold on After watching so many buildings going up in Brooklyn It's like, nah I don't even feel good about this no more, my Performance is talking crazy to me because they know I got a felony if I react the way I, I really want to. The first thing they threaten me is with police. Okay. Like, nah, I, I feel oppressed working with y'all. Or for y'all, rather. Mm. So I rather work for my community, work for my people. Mm.
2: Mm. I got a question. Yeah, let's turn to the youth. <laughs> <laughs> um, how do you guys utilize your past experiences and then make them as skills in your current work space like and or environments that you guys are in? And how do you guys like make that into some sort of success.
3: Um, so, uh, how can I say this? When you go to you, go, you went go to school. You in school? Uh, I graduated. Yeah. You got where? You graduated from? Binghamton. Binghamton? Is yeah. oh, it was Binghamton? Yes, sir. I was, I was up in Binghamton selling <laughs> drugs before. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: at least he's
2: honest. <laughs> <laughs> <wait> <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: you know, it. Yeah, that was about Yeah, a lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I've been, home. Bro. I've been <laughs> home since 2008. I ain't done. I ain't done, I, I, I I did jaywalk. I do jaywalk. <laughs> but okay, well, no. so Good. I was asked that because you went to school. What did you go there for? Uh, I went there for financial econ. Alright, you spent how many years in, in school? Uh, about like five. Right. And you had to read a lot of stuff, right?
2: More than that. Not yeah, a lot of reading and
3: studying, right? More than that. Uh, well, I had to walk through all of that in life, right? Mm-hmm. All that experience right there is the same difference to me. That's why I said earlier about education. It's how you use your experiences. That's why I I even corrected, or not to my term, to say I believe I like to use not mistake but choices, right? Because I came up around people who grew up with me in the same neighborhood, and I watched them, like I talk about my man Jamel all the time. He in Atlanta. Throwing up all types of assault rifles on and stuff on his on his page and it's illegal. I'm like, oh man,
4: I can't do that. <laughs> but
3: you know what I'm saying? But just to protect his family, not to have it for no to harm nobody. But right. But I'm just saying we came up together. But there's some rights that you still have that I lost because of the choices I made. Right. So I take all my experiences and we use it as a skill and a tool. When you come to us with a scenario, we, we're we trained also on a lot of different trainings. We can talk about that on a whole nother level. But having those those trainings help us utilize who we are and what we've been through, right? Those experiences. So when you come to me about something, if I don't have the expertise in it, I have people around me I'm gonna refer you to. I'm not gonna to try to tell you I, I can help with everything. But if I understand it, especially coming from the streets, right? When you talk about gangs in jail, police action, whatever it is, I've experienced it. So now, let me tell you how I've overcome all of that. Let me give you an example of how I can show you an option away from what people are used to. You gotta remember, a lot of our young people, and even older people feel they have no options, right? So we gotta give people more options, which is why I'm running for office. Options, for something different.
0: Let me add on to that, right? So as I spoke on earlier, when I mentioned being a blood, to answer your question, it's the same difference with me now, I'm a certified gang specialist. So at one point, people would tell me, yo, don't say that you represent this, or don't associate yourself with that, because yeah. what? Fear of, me. Fear of the criminal attachment to it. Yeah. So now when I say, okay, if I say right now, yo, I, I denounce everything, I'm done, I'm retired, according to the D.O.C. Writer's Island the State Penitentiary, I am. That's what's, that's what's in the book. So I had to say, okay, how do I strengthen myself around that? That's, that's something that's trying to be a challenge for me. Mm. So I said, okay, I'm going to become a gay, certified gang specialist because I've come from that. Nobody else can tell me I'm not certified, I'm not educated enough to be a specialist in this. Right. So an active participant. He, he's, you know what I'm saying? He's, he's a specialist. He's a specialist. I mean, still so do this. Certified gangster.
1: When you need
4: that code, you already know who hotline is. Um, let me just, let me just answer that well, question with me, <laughs> <laughs> um, with me definitely every day, mm. every day starting with my children personally, right, it's real life in my home. So it's like, you know, being, allowing them to be involved and again that's why I'm trying to build this foster home model is the housing that I'm working on getting right now is to be able to model that, you know, because we're saying the people change, change to what? You're saying to the youth, look, there's something different. What's that different? What's that something different? You know what I mean? So being able to give them those options of something different. So being able to, you know, model, you know, that different, you know, doing this Mm -hmm. at the dinner table, you know what I mean? That's healthy, you know, healthy and perfect, which I believe is not necessarily doing the right thing. It's negative also. It's dealing through it the solutions. How you work through your problems, finding solutions, you know, modeling, not just dwelling in the problem, right? right? Modeling, finding solutions, and it doesn't mean that that road is gonna be that straight road or, or oh, you know, that tunnel vision of this is how it's gonna, uh, yeah, I'm gonna, you know, accomplish or, or, you know, fix this problem. No, understanding there's obstacles that's gonna stand in the way of maybe your first thought of you know of solution and being able to be a chameleon adjusting you know changing flexing having that dialogue saying you know what I thought that this this was gonna work for me you know what I mean but it's not it's not working mm-hmm. you know something is, 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 is I'm stuck here and, and and articulating that and being able to say I'm stuck and I don't know how to move forward and I need some help <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so that's with my experience. That's that's what I'm gonna bring, and that's what I'm bringing to the table every day. Mm-hmm. Modeling the different options that the youth can take. You know, asking questions because me, I'm a mom, and I, my kids can't tell, but they can ask me questions to make me stop and think. Wait a minute. You know, even though I may not admit, I mean, I admit it to my because I'm different. You know, but but there are some parents or some adults that may not uh, uh, admit. Like my mom's not gonna admit that I'm right all the time yeah. you know, with something you know with mm-hmm. the questions that I ask her you know what I mean Because, but being that I'm not telling her what to do asking those questions stops that person to think wait a minute why are they even asking me that question like wow you know what I mean like they might catch an attitude because we get defensive you know when, 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 when things stink you know so so I want to continue kids,
3: I got 22 year olds right. so I know being able to do this.
4: Yeah, I have a twenty (laughs) one year old. Yeah, I do. I have a twenty one year old. I have different Uh, twelve and a seven year old. So I'm different age station and you know what I mean? So I'm very serious about modeling different (laughs) and it's different too. The different ages bring different things in the youth. The different ages is different stages, mm-hmm. you know what it's I mean? Fact. So so my twenty-year-old, year 21-year-old is bringing something different to me. <laughs> my 12-year-old, and, and the gender is also different. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's, a exactly. So being able to individualize everything that I'm modeling based on the person that's in front of me.
1: Very important. Yeah. Um, I can speak from my experience. I've been a youth leader and a youth minister in the church since 2015. I, at our height, we probably had forty five or fifty youth from the age of I would say the youngest, maybe thirteen, the most oldest maybe twenty eight, maybe. Mm-hmm. That's before Corona. You know, <laughs> Corona kicked us bad. Um but my experience is that's why I get the motivation for our logo, the one behind you guys with the two hands, because mm-hmm. I feel like it is the two hands that come together that lift that uplifts everyone because you need the corporate hand and you need like the street aspect especially amongst our people because that's what they see that's what they respect you know like their heroes the neighborhood heroes usually the neighborhood dope dealer you know like he's the one with the money with the most influence with the most power it's not until we reach a level of consciousness like how you guys have reached where you like okay we need the business part we need the political um, power, We need to bring those two together. Mm-hmm. And it's like we have to uplift ourselves in order to uplift our people. That's because right. if we're still at a low point or a low vibration or a low form of thinking, how can we be able to provide anyone else with light if we don't have it? So, like, I usually you use my life. Like, I use my time, like, my experiences, even the consequences that I faced in my youth that I had to deal with, the things I had to overcome in order to get to where I'm at. You know, and this was something me and my boy was talking about, like, the other day, because my boy, like, he African, and, you know, for I'm those happy. that know, yeah, they the original plug when it comes to, <laughs> 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 so, so <laughs> we was talking, and then he was like, <laughs> yo,
0: <laughs> he was
1: basically saying that this new generation, the biggest difference between the new generation, our generation, our generation, we went to school, and we still did our dirt. Like I understand, you was like you was in Binghamton and you Mm -hmm. went to Binghamton. But imagine someone that's going there and doing both, like able to go to school and do things Mm -hmm. and pass. Like who's that that do that? To people that I grew up with, it's me. <laughs> like you that's, that's know, true though. Right. Right. Uh, from, you no, that's true. That's just, like, right. I, right. Get I get that. Like like I get that. I get that. Yeah, I'm just saying.
4: Good I, good. I have a son in that generation. He's yeah. 21. He's in school and he does his. And because good I only good. know because yeah, know. he's honest with me. Don't do that. Don't do that. I'm just saying. As far as I'm just as far as you know, like
3: just that's when my always drunk is right there. I was just saying my somebody
4: in me. I understand what you're saying yeah, I understand yeah. what you're saying You know Because it's always trying to Find a way to get ahead Yeah
1: and yeah, that's it, true, But yeah, it's the fact true. that I did educate myself Because Not a lot of people I know That I grew up with own businesses mm-hmm. But the fact that I was able to Open up a business Other people around me Open up a business mm-hmm. Just like when I got a chain, everybody around me got a chain. You know, right. you could influence them for good or you can influence them for that's evil. Right, and because mm-hmm. we have the power of both within mm-hmm. us, the yin yang. You know, the Asians right. they understand that aspect, and I think we should understand right. that and aspect. And
4: that's that modeling. You so don't even ones, realize no. you're modeling all behavior, all mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Because you're saying that you're modeling mm-hmm. these things. Like you got the chain, and they followed you, or you got this, you did the business, and the, so we model, and and then you, you you around your surrounding, like you you attract that same energy of those that want
1: it yeah but i think the best thing to do is being a living example because mm-hmm. especially with the young people nowadays they like to see it like right. you could talk all you want but talk is cheap like you know because that's, that's like church right you go every week and you watch a pastor and minister, he's just talking on the pulpit he's talking 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 but then you know he hops in his car you go home you don't see nothing that he's doing right. in the community he's right. not touching the people he's not helping the people he just come to church pick up a bag go home We didn't want to be that kind of ministry. We wanted to be feet, boots on the ground. And that's how we was able to link up with so much people. Because we really in the community. Like, we've done things in the South Bronx, East New York, Brownsville, um, Wells, Southside Jamaica, Queens, you know. And... We go to these different places and like, yo, what your guys is doing? And I'm like, yo, these are the people that need help. Like, mm-hmm. we're not gonna go to like Fifth Ave and give out we and the stuff. K-9 like, too. It, it, yeah. it, it, we go to different places. Oh yeah, we went to um, that was awesome. what uh, 100 and 125. Yeah, one the 125th and and Broadway, like where all the K two no. people uh, are. <laughs> To yeah. During the pandemic We fed I mean, over 400 I mean, people During I mean. the global pandemic When nobody wanted to leave their house Like we was getting And it was youth that came out No no old heads The only old heads we had was driving the bus And, and it was one elder from the church that came And we had what like 25-30 youth that day yeah. And that like 30, Yeah we had two vans We had two vans like three private cars So the youth are willing They just need someone to, to direct them into the into the right direction. It's like what you said, like the about the gang thing. It was like an after school club. Like you had nothing to do after school, so that's what you did. Who
3: said
1: that?
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, <laughs> you know,
1: recreational activity.
3: No, I did that. I did that in jail. I I, I ain't okay. I, I ain't do that because I, I did that because like, my story is different. Right. When I when I hit records at sixteen. I was attacked by correction officers because I was just a rough young kid. So they hit me. I hit them back. They beat me up. Right, that's my experience in the writers. Then you had the Latin gangs, Latin Kings and the Athos who was oppressing blacks. And they robbed me, tried to rob me, excuse me, and they jumped (laughs) me like three times because I wouldn't let them rob me for my clothes. And then, when they jumped me three times, I got somebody to give me a raise and I cut like three of them. <laughs> to tell you facts and stories. Read yeah. my book, Two Way Members on Amazon mm-hmm. right now Tribe yeah. Gangster vs. Shandra McFadden. You know what right I'm right. saying? I don't check mm-hmm. I don't, I don't sh- them out, and I got some in the car if you needed, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, Two Way Members, I talk about my past. Like, people need to stand running for office. I ain't never run from who I am. Mm-hmm. But when that happened sure. and they attacked me, and I went and did what I did. I went to the box, with the, the special housing unit, which is something in solitary confinement, which we, we've been fighting for years for them to stop because it's excessive. Yeah. Yeah. And I was yeah. approached and they told me about blood. It was like, blood stands for brotherly love, overrides, oppression, and destruction. That's what was introduced to me at 16, to fight against something happening to black people. You understand know what I'm saying? So my, my fight always been different. I ain't never been... Oh, I'm gonna go get a gun and kill and shoot people. That's not how it was introduced to me. So, that's another method that I know I utilize when I'm talking to ministries. Because if you talk about bloods and clips and folks, you can tell none of them come from murder, death, kill. That's not. That's not what it's about, it's about community development. So, y'all yeah, never represent what you say you represent when you out here shooting and killing beef with each other. Mm. So, that's where I come from with that, right? But I may mean, have recreation after I became it,
1: but... <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it came after. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> yeah, yeah. Speaking of that, um, Larry Hoover, the old man, he was trying to change... you Hoover. Change um, what... Yeah, he's still trying to change. He, he was basically trying to fix, like, what... It's what GD stands for Like he was trying to switch it to, to something else yeah. Growth and development Yeah growth and development exactly Do me a favor just fix that up real quick Cause it's falling down Just use the thumbtack and, and, and click it back But yeah he was basically trying to Focus And try to help people to like Do different things and to be better within the community And One of the young rappers G Herbal He basically said that no one is really gonna listen to what he has to say because the older people and the younger people not really connecting cuz the younger people they're dealing with the things that the old people set up in a certain way but by the time it came to the hands of the young people most of the old people was locked up and so the young people had to fend for themselves and it was just chaos so like now they're dealing with it
3: and that's that's over there you're talking about in Chicago yeah, yeah in chicago yeah. That's, yeah that's and that's a that's a valid point because it's not just with Larry Hoover you had you have you had the gds the bds you can go on to a lot the, the uh the, the vice laws you have so much in chicago that the attributes of a lot of those issues out there mm-hmm. and yet live Hoover has a major part in it and the pieces has to be the people who are inside the prison and who are out in the streets right because you have people who are not the elders but are in the middle that have to play their part in that conversation but the young people Don't got the information they need. You understand what I'm saying? It's the same thing that we see in New York City. I I see bloods beefing with blood sets. Yo, bro. That's what he's saying. saying? And and it don't make no sense if you understand what you come from, right? How did you get there? Because somebody Mm -hmm. miseducated you. And guess who miseducated you? A black man who told you that this is something that he wants you to do Mm -hmm. for his own good, right? It wasn't about the betterment of you. He did it because he wanted you to do what he needed you to do. So it's, it's, about, it's about that, being able to identify, if you represent something, who mis- who gave you the wrong information, right? If you look at any of that from Chicago, New York, anywhere, L.A., it was never, we're going to come together and we're just going to create a group that's going to just go out there and kill everybody. You might have a little bit of that in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. but you didn't have that when those major gangs were set, right? When I say Brooklyn, because you've got people who may just come up on the corner, they, they just... That's they click because they got beef and I said we just kill everybody, right. Those are the ones that are different because there 's no structure there's no there 's no historical reason mm. right, and that 's the problem there right You just living life to die tomorrow, so we got to look at it differently and how we address those conflicts that come from gang and how our young people are dealing with the the, the missing piece that 's in between
1: so let me ask the, the youth on this side this question because I was watching this video um. Um, where this guy I think his name is Charleston Whites he basically said that the way that the black leaders were able to bring blacks together back in the days and bring them and unify them back then they're not able to do it now do you guys think that's true and why what's the difference in the generation the way I you see how Martin Luther King and Malcolm X and everybody was able to bring large groups of colored people together for one cause like how they was able to boycott the bus for a whole year. Yeah. Like you can't get Negroes to not ride the bus or Uber for one day right now.
2: <laughs> so why do you guys think it's like that now? I, I feel I feel I feel both ways. Okay. Um, originally I wanna say the cause back then, right? The bigger cause and how I guess our mindset was mm-hmm. at that point at that period of time. I guess we saw the overall enemy and what that was, and kind of that's kind of what unified everyone. Mm-hmm. I feel right now because of how social media is really yeah, taking out like a lot. Well, this is actually not; pr- it's more projecting a lot of individuality mm-hmm. amongst people. I feel like now people are now like they're looking up their own information. We have the internet, mm-hmm. so everyone is like, oh, I'm just gonna Google it on my phone to see who's really right, who's really wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in terms of if I'm gonna get you to stop doing whatever you're doing I either either A, have to make this a trend so it's definitely possible we can definitely boycott things if we made it a trend to do so yeah. um, but there's a lot of other people out here now that are, because we're so unique now we have a lot of individuality people are going to just come up with their own things so yeah. they're going to do whatever they want to do so I feel like it's both ways it depends on who's really coming out and one is the leader
3: you hear what he said? that's extremely deep I'm, I'm, people may not have paid attention if they're listening no, if you listen to what he said <laughs> And this is uh, These ears are important, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because what he said is exactly What the problem is, right? To exactly what you said When you look at the the, the internet You look at the young people, right? right. And go exactly what you spoke on So he comes out and he says Yo, I'm going to start this movement And this is what we're going to do together, y'all yeah. And then people come out with him Somebody gonna be like, you know I can get these same followers and support on Instagram myself. Like I'm not doing this. I'm just, come on y'all, we're gonna go over here and do our own thing. And he was uh give me some you know, the Mike Jones crew, we're gonna be the, the, the Jones Michaels, you see what I'm saying, just flipping things around to do the same thing because they want their own individuality and they and they and so, so we continue to be separated because nobody wants to follow the right thing, right? All they, they may feel is, uh, I don't like how you made this decision, so I don't want to go with that no more. I'm going to start my own way. Now we divide it and then that then creates conflict.
2: Can I be honest though? I feel like this is also stemmed from a lot of other things. So I wanted yes. to ask you guys a question because I feel like you know, because we we're speaking about older generations <laughs> and younger generations, are we, how do we acknowledge, <laughs> how do we acknowledge uh, mental health issues between older heads and younger heads, and how do we properly exercise the better techniques to, one, speak about them and to convince the youth that they're actually, well, we're actually being listened to? Um, because I know there's often problems with well, speaking with like older heads you can't really express yourself the way you want to because of, like you said, everybody's you kind of stuck in their own way. Um, I have brothers around, around your ages, right? So like I deal with, I have brother, I have a brother that's in his 40s, but my parents are also in their 60s and 70s. Okay. So I have older heads that I'm often dealing with and the way in which they approach me and I guess express the way how they feel, mm-hmm. right? How do you co- properly acknowledge the, the certain machine. mental health issues that we might have, had, either older head or younger head, and how do we properly move on from that?
3: So I focus on mental health in different ways, right? Uh, everybody don't have the same type of mental health issue, right. right? And being able to assess the difference in mental health needs, mm-hmm. right, is the only way that's going to happen, <clears throat> because every need deserves a certain type of solution to it. When you dealing with older people, but I'm just gonna use. And this is a tool I just use in general, right? Um, when you deal with that, just give that give somebody that opportunity, right? Especially an older person, right? That's stubborn like that. Just let them talk, right? Right? Just, just let them get it all out, right? And then after they do all of that, right? And just be sure that you heard them, right? All right. Sure, you good. I'm going to practice. Yeah, I'm saying you sure you you good. All right, because I'm trying to communicate with you. I heard you good. All right, now I am going to give time somebody. That was three minutes. I need that same three for you to hear me. Right, and if that person isn't listening to you. Don't continue waste your time trying to communicate with that type of a person. Right, because we're not gonna we're not gonna get through to everybody. Right, and that's what. We're always trying. We're trying. Sometimes somebody don't want you to get through to them. They keep, they keep those barriers up, and you're gonna. You know. And so I I I, t- I test people to see how where they at. Meaning if I communicate, where's this person at to determine. And I t- I tell the person you need some you need some assistance, right? I seek assistance myself. I've been through it. I, I go through here. I'm in a healing group now myself, right? Uh, it's called Man Heal Thyself with my brother Supernova so, Slum and uh, Queen of Four. That's current. I've been through other. Uh, mental health therapy for myself. I've been traumatized. I've been through in prison. I've, you've got to accept it. we all been through some type of trauma. That's you have to acknowledge what that is and what you need to deal with that, right? right. So so how do we do it? I'm sorry. Yeah, so you, we, we problem- what we do is we have to, one, like I said, I'm giving you a method to start for yourself okay, so that it doesn't right. be something that you continue to deal with. Mm-hmm. And two, got to get everybody in the conversation on looking at it from all sides and come up with, right. this is how... People don't use the, the Benjamin Franklin solution of for pros and cons, right? And looking at all these solutions and saying, okay, these problems, rather, and saying, all right, as a young person or older person, these are the, these are the mental health issues. These are what we see. This is what you see. How do we create a, something together? And then how do we move that forward to make that reality, right? Because right. we have to create the same thing as everything we create. If you see a, a problem, be part of the solution.
4: Mm, okay. Um. <clears throat> It goes back. It's gonna bring me back to why <laughs> I want to build a right. Promise of Greatness, right. Right? right? It's modeling, and I do this right now with my own family, and um, even with. Uh, and again, I'm a Caribbean descent, yeah, very sure. stubborn <laughs> Haiti. So, so I have a stubborn father. You know, he's stuck in his ways. He's thinking. Again, right? We, you know, it's more of asking questions. Right? And modeling. I still gotta do what I gotta do because not everybody's ready to change. Not and it doesn't mean that he's even going to recognize at eighty four years old that anything is wrong. Because he's been living like this for so long. Right? That's how come like with the elders and I'm I just I'm just fortunate that I know that I'm a work in progress every day okay. at my age. You understand what I'm saying? Okay. So I want to continue to work and be open. To deal with everyone as individuals, right? So I have a family, right? I have three children. Each of those are different individuals. I do not deal with them the same. Yes, the message is the same, but the way it's delivered is different for every one of them. Even my mother, right? I mean, my father, because again, I'm coming from trauma. And and, and to this day, they won't hold themselves accountable on how they played the part, a part, or a role in the trauma that I've experienced, Mm -hmm. right? It's deep. Right? So they, they're not yeah, okay, going to play
1: your
4: part. I mean, I, but what I'm saying is sometimes people don't even acknowledge. Right, right, right. right. Where well, you think I came from? Right, exactly. And to this day, I'm telling you right now, like my my, my parents will not say, I mean, like my father tried, but you know, like, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm tried, just, did, and that's why I said that. And that's, why, that. And that's why I'm saying that. And that's why I'm saying that. How how my, my, my father tried, but yeah. my mother will not. He'll, she'll always brush by it. Right, she won't, she won't, she
1: won't,
4: right, you know what I mean? So, so, so I deal with her differently. And with my father, it's like I deal with him. Now with me in my personal life, I take all those things how I grew up. (laughs) Because it didn't work. You know what I mean? We need, and I'm totally open with my children and I model. And I allow them to make decisions, right? I may say, listen, (laughs) I'm just saying this not, this is not going to work. This is why, this is just my opinion and I let them rock out right but I'm guiding them through that through the trial and error right so so it's like I'm not gonna stop them because they have to see for themselves like I did you know what I mean So, so if they make the decision and say you know what I'm gonna take mommy's advice that I'm just gonna leave that alone then okay
2: the you know what I'm saying <laughs>
4: that's one kid but then I have another kid that's like nah what I don't wanna try so act like they don't understand right they they might whether they heard me or not and still go out there and do that then that means that they you know when they come back whenever they do we have that conversation like you know yeah Yeah. so so everyone so that's why promise of greatness means so much to me modeling because my experiences is my experiences and i know that not everybody's going to change the same way or the same time or if even ever (laughs) <laughs> okay
0: because
4: <laughs> some people may not ever ever mm. right just stuck at it and and I, I just know how to deal with you
3: I got a question too but that's the same thing remember some people never change so you can't have a conversation with someone who's never going to change how they think but let me ask you a question so do you feel that uh the older generation don't understand you and don't know what you're going through
2: I want to say that. I, however, I feel like because you guys I'm going say you guys are like, Yeah, yeah, thank guy. you. <laughs> I, I feel like older guys It, the
3: it doesn't matter know what you tell know me sure. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> I let <laughs> you know when I'm you guys <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, that, I'm sorry, yeah, I'm, sorry, yeah, I'm that, not that, that, that yeah, I like okay, yeah. um, I do feel like the older generation Because uh, they were spoken to I'm sorry, me your age again? I'm 23 years of age Yes I feel like because of the older generation How they were spoken to in a way um again mental health was not something spoken mm-hmm. about at all how were they spoken to by that? probably not by without a word you probably probably weren't spoken to at all is what mm-hmm. i'm saying
4: but that's like i used my my own personal my family never right. spoke right.
2: to me yeah, thing. Yeah. Thing. so i i guess what i mean is that let's say you felt something right so my parents are guyanese right and i know how caribbean how Caribbean parents move you, you don't really have feelings Right yeah. <laughs> So that's So like Whatever you, you feel You kind of have to like You know Put that on like, mm-hmm. But regardless Of how you feel Right Now let's say You're a black man And you're going through That same, exa- that same exact position I guarantee you you, ne- you were never allowed To talk about your feelings When you were what 16, 17, 18 years of age Okay Why do you Why do people think that's okay
3: mm. so, I got you So I have a question you be been what? around A lot of older Caribbean men Yeah I what you just said I
2: know I know yeah. exactly. all of that all of that fits
3: into the same thing mm-hmm. brother, right right because I, I'm once again I'm keen in listening
2: mm-hmm.
3: as a, from being Guy, from Guyana right you don't you're not allowed to have feelings right, right? Mm-hmm. all right so you're saying that's your
2: experience right correct well, my, that's my experience as a, as a young person from, growing up from Guyana no I'm saying my parents being in that being in that position I know that right. they weren't given that platform to do that all right. Right. So I'm saying, is that your experience though? I fought it against kind of that.
3: that That's what I'm saying. Yeah, did it you it? You had to face the experience to fight against it. No, 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 It wasn't.
2: Was no, no, no. I'm saying
3: yes, saying yes or no. Was that
2: your experience? Is that your experience? I want to. I want to be specific about the experience. though, Right. I don't think it's to the same degree.
3: I'm not saying to the degree. Did you have an experience of?
2: It's you, Right. So I did have the same experience. Okay. What I'm saying, I don't want to say the exact word. The same. Because the same is means that it's identical. Similar. Right? I don't even want to say similar okay. because I know it's not. I, okay. Right. However, I I do want I, to say that I, I definitely experienced some to some degree of yeah. having to more push certain things under the rug because of that because of that that background is what I'm saying. And
3: that to me when yeah, I right? listen to that is the same difference of you asking the question earlier about being able to communicate with the older generation. Mm-hmm. all right my question was you follow me no but my mm-hmm. question actually was probably wanna, yeah no mm-hmm. I'm saying no I'm just saying in general mm-hmm. it's not a it's not about it's, it's pointing out generational trauma bro that's what I want you to see right, right? because mm-hmm. what the communication that you're trying to have right now where you asked about how do we communicate the mental health issues and such when you just explain what you came up under, even if it's a little bit experience of it, right. there's someone who had a lot of experience of it, right? Mm-hmm. So now you may be dealing with an older, Caribbean brother who've had a lifetime of experience of, you don't got no feeling, little man, I'm the day. <laughs> I ain't had no feeling, you don't got no feeling right now. And that's, right. only that's I only know how to act like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So we gotta be mindful of those things when we're, when we're, dealing with people that, a lot of that is generational. If you
4: don't mind, because right. I can use mine life as an experience, I mean too. So, Caribbean descent, my mom, dad, whatever, exposed me, they were separated, my mom made a decision that exposed me to trauma, right? right? Happened to me, my sister's exposed to it, right? So when when it all came out, right? We have my mother and my father, who now have to figure out how to deal with what's going on right and they have this caribbean background nobody talked to them they don't know nothing about talking they don't know nothing about talking all they know is dealing with shit that they still have to work they got to this they got to pay bills that's all they focused on but but there's a situation that's that's happening right and there's children involved right so now they're not talking I mean, they're not. They're just living their lives now. These kids are going through what they're going through. Me and my sisters, right? So now I'm exposed to the not communicating because that's all they know. Mm. That's all they know, right? So now I'm at an age where I have a son now, right? Because he's my first. He's twenty. He's about to be twenty-two. I, I, I. He was exposed. To me, trying to figure out how to break that cycle yeah. of not being talked to, going through the trauma and trying mm-hmm. to figure out how I'm going to fix this, right? And he's in my life. He's being exposed. Whether I wanted to see it at the time or not, he was exposed to every decision I made, mm-hmm. whether I spoke about it or not. But I was I was behaving on the way that I was raised because that's all I knew. But in the process, I'm trying to break the cycle, mm-hmm. right? Right. So, of course, trial and error, you know, however. So, you know, as time goes on, I'm here now. So I'm different as far as modeling the dialogue. Because I do it with my mom and my dad right now. Hmm. Right? Even though they may not see it. Right? I force them to. Because sometimes, like, my father's so stubborn, like, right now, it's like, listen, I need to. I can't deal with you right now. Right? (laughs) No, no. I love you and everything. But right now. Right you right here okay I'm gonna make sure you are okay from afar right now right because because I still have to stay I have to be sane. I have to be okay for me to still take care and do all the things that I want to do to continue to break my generational curse right so my mother is different she's a little bit more open she's a little bit more educated than my father because there's a lack of education as well okay with with my parents Right, my mom reads more than my father does, and whatnot. That that also plays a part in the way that you know they are right now to this day. My father's stubborn still because he's a little less educated. My mother's a little bit more open. He's she's a little bit more educated. So where we, our relationship is different. Right. That I can model the, listen, mom, back then, I get that you weren't talking or whatever, but it doesn't work. And I guide her with my two younger sisters. Mm -hmm. Right. Even though they're adults, I still guide her with and she's still in our in her grandchildren's lives. Mm -hmm. Okay, you're exposed to the grandchildren. So what I'm saying is. it's, It's up to us now. Right that those that recognize I happen to recognize that that way didn't work and I can't change my parents but I can model things
1: one thing I could say since I'm kind of in between the two generations right. literally <laughs> at 30 something um <laughs> what I can say is like based on my experience like I grew up in a Haitian household like I was first generation as in like I came to America at the age of two so like you know um, I dealt with all of that um I, I I dealt with poverty you know growing up on public assistance and everything so my parents was kind of rough on us growing up um one thing i can say is i know where you coming from where it's like their their word is law and it took me actually being in a car accident because again me and my friend who was also haitian who was also dealing with issues from his parents that mm-hmm. was causing him emotional trauma he tried to take his life with me in the car mm-hmm. as a passenger, you know, I messed up myself bad. I was in physical therapy for a whole year, and oh, I had to go that. to mental therapy, and I got PTSD from there till right. this day. I can't really drive in the passenger seat with other people because they do something crazy. I'm like, oh, you yeah, trying to kill right. me too? You know. So trauma. So so when I went to mental therapy like that was my introduction to mental therapy ever mm-hmm. in my life and she gave me a book repairing your inner child and it's like that inner child is that innocence that we were all born with like you know even watching my daughter her innocence She she's just she's happy when I just spend the day with her mm-hmm. just in the house playing games mm-hmm. with her and stuff like that playing tag and stuff like that and it's like a lot of us allowed life to kill that child that was within us yeah. and we manifested in different ways throughout our lives and education comes in because a lot of us don't know how to speak on it the scientific word is diagnosed Mm -hmm. to diagnose it like what exactly is wrong with you Mm -hmm. and even going through my studies and going to school and learning these things not everybody has a not everybody's going to understand the dsm-5 the Mm dsm-5 is the book that they use to diagnose mental illnesses and stuff and it changes all the time Mm -hmm. like the the names of the sicknesses and stuff like that like bipolar is no longer Mm -hmm. One disease on it's own it's Schizophrenia, schizophrenia bipolarism And so like they changed the whole thing So imagine if you If you got a scientific understanding And you still don't fully understand it, Imagine a regular person mm-hmm. So our parents wasn't really equipped for it And a lot of them dealt with trauma And people before them dealt with trauma And they they just did it to us Like I, I did it, I had to deal with it so you deal with it mm-hmm. That's why right. you hear like Parents that got abused and molested right. Their children end up getting abused and molested And it keeps going on and on and on mm-hmm. and on but we can break the cycle, time we time can, the cycle. Yeah. So yeah. to close out, since you're trying to break the cycle by running for office, tell them one time why they should. My goal free. is
3: to break the cycle. <laughs> I'm breaking the cycle with GMAC right now. Uh, and it's a tonight is it's November 1st. I knew that, I knew that, to see that. Tomorrow's election day. I'm tired. My guys, we we still got stuff to do, but we're tired. (laughs) We're working. (laughs) We've been up early. (laughs) I'm trying to tell you, hitting the pavement all over, running down on uh, angry (laughs) New Yorkers, angry Brooklyn people.
0: (laughs) You know what I'm saying?
3: Like, yo, vote for me, angry Brooklyn person. You know what I'm saying? Why am I voting for you? Who are you? What are you going to do? I understand your pain. Trust me. That's why I'm out here. You know what I'm saying? But Look out. For me, because I'm doing what I'm supposed to do And I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing in my community It's a, it's not about a, a an elected seat It's about who I am and what I'm doing for my people But if you really want to be part of historical change And vote for somebody who's going to do what he says he's going to do Tomorrow, go to the polls, call your family Tell them, don't just go check the boxes Go write down Democrats and just say, I voted You're going to keep hurting us Go vote for independent candidate me, Shan Duke McFatter, on the independent line. Look for my name, McFatter, and vote for me for Brooklyn Borough President. I'm going to continue the work that I'm doing in Brooklyn on a different level and bring more people to the table to be part of change. If you want your vote to
1: matter, vote McFatter. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are like here. If you want your vote to matter, vote, vote McFatter.
4: That's right.
1: So I don't know if you guys have any closing thoughts before we close out.
4: Mm-hmm. Now the only thing I want to say is listen out for Promise of Greatness.
1: <laughs> All right, listen out for that.
3: And if she if she didn't tell you, I'm gonna tell you. if You want your vote to matter? Vote make fatter. <laughs> I just got you got to get in that slow If you ain't got the car and you walking to the poll booth and you like, what's that great? Gentleman, name the phenomenal brother, <laughs> um, the guy that we got him in here. Yeah. Me, me vote matter. They call me vote matter, Nick You know what I'm saying? That's it. All right, I, but it's, I'm serious. You know, and I, you see the smile and the jokes. That's actually kinda of to some of what you just said, right? You said, you know, they try to break our inner child. I don't let let them do that. Yeah. I, have, I laugh and joke and have fun all day. We you know, we do it all look, we do it all the time, right? That's our inner that's our inner happiness of inner child. Of course. Don't let nobody take you take that from you, right? right. So it's okay to laugh and joke just to be a clown, you know what I'm mean, oh, you know, That's it, you know what I <laughs> but right. you know, I like to always keep you know, they say it takes yeah. less muscles to smile, right? We're too angry and I wanna heal, right? My my mission is You're healing. Done. Yeah, we ain't got it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But we ain't, We can be professional and happy, but we can be in the field and see somebody that we never know and just give them a happy hello. You know what I'm saying? Just for the oh. day. Yo, hey, how you, yeah. you Have a good day. I, I'll, Who are you? Don't worry about it. Just have a good day. You know what, yeah. what I'm saying? All right. Peace Don't and blessings. I appreciate I appreciate the opportunity. Yes. All right. Thank you Push everybody to the polls Tomorrow is important, not just my election you have a new mayor coming in, new city council members, new controller, be part of that conversation. They tell you your vote don't matter, I'm telling you they would have never took it from us back in the days if it didn't matter to our people. Is back. that not a fact?
0: Thanks, you, Brother Joe, You no, said it all. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you
0: have any closing day. thoughts
2: or you go? Um, there's always be willing to learn. Always learn new things. Because mm-hmm. I'm here I'm glad I'm here today.
1: Facts, facts. So I thank all my guests for coming out today. I think everybody that was actually watching us live, we think our live studio audience in the building today, yeah, of course. Shout yeah. And shout out to everybody. There's like a that's thousand people in here. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to everybody that's been supporting. Shout out to everybody that has helped us to get this far so far. Um, <laughs> we usually close out with a prayer, so any of you guys want to close out with a prayer?
3: Uh, should I just close out with the opening? It's, always, it's, the, it's the opening, and it's actually... The universal opening and closing and I'm a Islamic Sunni Muslim, I right? practice I practice Islam for those who understand. So I close out with the al fatihah in Arabic. And uh Udible Himeshit in Rajim, Bishmelahi Rahman Rahim, Alhamdulillah Belai Meen or Rahman Rahim Aliki Yomadin, Yakana Abu Dwa Yakana Slain, it you a Sir Al T Mustokim. You don't know what I said, I always want people, I don't want, I did say the English, but I always tell people, just like you Google everything else,
1: Google that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or you could check out the Kevin Gates song, he got the song doing the prayer too. Yeah, he did, that's the that's a good brother, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's <laughs> my <laughs> favorite, <laughs> Drayga. Drayga. it's Drago,
3: it's Drago or something like that. Yeah, the, the big, yeah, yeah you so did my sounds yeah
1: so shout out to everybody that's been watching shout out to everybody from all walks of life and all races and religions we all love you all so God yeah. bless and good night yeah.